Hey, y'all are listening to another episode of Big Facts No Cap with Paul and Adrian, the only show that's number one with all those in prison and all those on a mission. Let's get into this episode. Big Facts No Cap Big Facts No Cap No Cap Big Facts No Cap Big Facts No Cap No Cap Big Facts No Cap No cap. Adrian, my baby boy. My sweet baby boy. My sweet baby birthday boy. Oh, oh yes. Huh? Hello? How are things going? It's already someone else's birthday today. I had to send someone a present. That's how quick the turnaround is for me. <laughs> I don't get to enjoy it at all. Uh, yeah, no, famously, famously, uh, uh, Dorley and our neighbor share a same birthday, and then the youngest sibling of that same family is an April 2nd baby, where I'm, as the, I'm an April 1st baby, so uh, uh, there's a quick turnaround in our birthdays, too. And you do like the youngest sibling of that family, so you have to actually care about her birthday? Um, she gets annoyed with me because what I do is I promise her every year that if she sends me $20 on Venmo, I'll send her $20 back. Uh, and every year I sent her $19 back so that I make a dollar here. And so this year she was like, are you, okay, are you really going to do it this time? And I was like, yes, I promise. Um, and then because she's turning 22, she sent me $22. And so I sent her $19 back. How was your birthday, buddy? It was a good one, man. It was fun. Um, you know, speaking of uh, birthdays and gifts and stuff, did I ever tell you about the year that, uh, so my mom had a boss who was uh, kind of fond of me. She was, um. Not the old, old one, but the old, old one's daughter. So she was like. And a um, like white woman who's just fond of you because you're a little brown rocket running around the room. Yeah, basically. Nice. Um, and so she would buy me nice gifts for my birthday and for Christmas. But basically, like, she didn't really know me that well. So it's like she would look through, like, the technology section of a of a magazine and be like, oh, that's something a kid would like. And so it was kind of hit or miss. Like, one year she actually got me, like, a pretty nice little speaker thing. But one year, the the tech thing that she thought I would really enjoy, um, it's an alarm clock with wheels on it. And the idea is that every morning it makes a lot of noise and starts rolling around your room. So you have to get up and actually catch it to turn it off. Yeah. It was very, yeah, it was. Um, Did you ever use it? That kind of sounds funny. I see why I she thought that that was a cool idea. <laughs> I immediately turned off that setting, which <laughs> it was a setting that you could turn off. Um, but I did use it otherwise. It had a really annoying uh, noise that it woke you up with, though. There was a phase of those types of alarm clocks becoming big. There was that mm. one and the one that had, like, four puzzle pieces that it would, like, fling out into the room so you'd have to find what? them. You have to solve the millennial puzzle <laughs> every morning? <laughs> that sounds... That sounds... Wait, also it sounds like a hazard. Like, you can't... What, it just throws spring? them out. It's just a little spring. It just pops them into the air, I assume. Um, what do you think is hurting people out here? <laughs> that sounds like something they could like smack someone in the eye or something. Adrian looking at a Nerf like god a like, ooh, well, this is just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Hey, no, no, no. It's Nerf or nothing. I stand firmly by that. No cap. You know I was wearing bobs when times were popular? I was wearing uh, alligators when crocs were popular. That's all I could afford. Were Crocs expensive? I never owned a pair. Is that a thing that needed to they have They were expensive knockoff? enough that there were knockoffs, yeah. That's funny. The other that thing seems that like the Crocs type of thing where got... the knockoff might actually be made of, like, higher quality material. What are you talking about? Like, that's what I was about to say, is that Crocs became weirdly popular in the medical community. <laughs> well, I mean, non-slip shoes always kind of looked like Crocs, but without yeah. the holes. Mm-hmm. And then 
I guess are Crocs non-slip or did, did they so, make yeah. non-slip versions? Okay. And then, you know, you got room for your gibbets to personalize yourself so you can be like a Patch Adams. Ah, so people know that you're not just a nurse, but you're also a nurse who likes cats. And chocolate. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Did we take that out from the last episode? I feel like we've done like a Kathy reference like six episodes in a row. <laughs> By Kathy reference, not that either of us know Kathy at all. We know chocolate. Ah! <laughs> That's all you need. Did you want to hear anything else about my birthday? <laughs> it's pretty simple. Played some mini. I saw mini, that barbecue uh, you ate. That looked delicious. Oh man, I just ate some of the leftovers uh, before this. It was so good. Um, Phil liked this. Uh, so when Charlie and I and Nicole were deciding on what to get, we were like, "Hey, let's just get the big platter thing. That's like a sampler of everything." And uh, they very cutely call it all the smoke, um, which I think is a cool name for a barbecue platter. I don't want no smoke with them, Adrian. No, I'm getting all the smoke. I'll tell you what. Um. Yeah, it was good. It's actually one of those places that I normally go to just to drink beer because they have good beer and the food's a little bit pricey. So it was nice to have like a little birthday dinner there. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, I played mini golf with Marshall and Nicole and it was fun. And then today I got my little fancy dinner with Tinny Boy. I still got to do your wine and cheese at some point. I don't know where I'm going to put that in, but uh, yeah, you that can might do be it alone. You could, you could be snacking on it during this episode. I'll tell you what. Or you can invite people over. That's what I was thinking about. I was just taking it to a brewery or something that lets you to bring food and just maybe do it with somebody tomorrow. Um, yeah, so that's been fun. And I'm still waiting on presents from uh, Drake and Justin, so I'll have some pro uh, surprises later in the week of little gifties. Um, what did you get into for April Fool's Day? Um, watched uh, a YouTube video called Reviewing uh, Frank Ocean's Lavender, where the person made a joke that he'd released an album that day, and they mm. uh, were talking about the different songs on it, and I fell for it. Oh, Have a little, little bit of egg on my face. Dumb little how I'll tell you what, dude, YouTube is a minefield on uh, April Fool's Day. That's like a weirdly celebrated <laughs> cherished day on YouTube. <laughs> I know, I need to stop using the internet. I hate that feeling of going to Google something like, oh, like I was like... They were like a surprise album drop of the day. It, it, what you've all been talking about, the obviously what's on everybody's mind this morning, surprise album drop by Frank Ocean. I was like, mm. oh shit, really? That's crazy. And I went and Googled it to listen to it. I was like, fuck. As soon as I Googled it, I was just like, god damn it. You dumb little hoe. I know. It made me feel so stupid. Lavender's kind of a believable title. Yeah, and I mean the co but the cover I should have been able to tell because the fake cover she made up was like he had lavender hair. <laughs> it was like supposed to be like instead of blonde, it's lavender. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you didn't use your critical thinking skills to analyze the source. I didn't, mate. And now I'm Damn, embarrassed. Okay. And I'm telling the pod because I like to hold myself accountable. Hmm. I am your accountability buddy. Uh, I didn't fall for any YouTube video pranks this uh, this year, but Internet Shaquille always releases one, and they're usually pretty solid. I like them. Uh, cool. Any uh, media roundup? Should we make this episode an April Fool's Day joke? Oh. No cap. I didn't like when they did the version where it was animals and she was a cow. Mulan. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I wish I remembered more about that movie. You don't remember Eddie Murphy? Did you have a friend who was a sassy dragon, or am I getting Mulan mixed up with Shaolin Showdown? Oh, that was Eddie Murphy? Mm-hmm. Shaolin Showdown also had a very similar sassy dragon. 
That's a cool yeah. trope. He was the one they rode around, though. He was a transforming dragon. He was tiny until he was big, and then you could ride him. He was tiny until he was big, and then yeah. you could ride him. And they also had an episode where it turned out once every 10,000 years, dragons become evil or something. And so there was like an episode where that. he was a bad guy. Mm-hmm, where he was a baddie. Where he was a baddie. There's also the episode where he got a makeover and he became a baddie. <laughs> and then there was also the episode where he got a makeover and became a zaddy. I thought it was a little yeah. redundant with the episode you mentioned, <laughs> but... Then there's the episode where he started acting kooky, but like in a kind of endearing way, and they're like, oh, he's gone baddie. Oh, like batty. Okay. T-T-Y. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's levels to this. I, I don't have another one. We, you don't have to look at me like you're anticipating <laughs> another one. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> uh, did you have a media roundup or anything? Let's just drop it. Phil's podcast. Uh, you can find it on YouTubes. On the YouTubes. You can't. Not yet. There might there might also be a little little sneak appearance uh, by Polynesian in that first step too. Oh come on now! Mm-hmm. I didn't know those uh, weren't public links. Is it okay that I sent it to Adam, or did I break the NDA and Phil's gonna come after me? Uh, I mean, we are just like stealing all of the views from his actual drop. Is what the concern is: is that he's gonna drop the episode and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, I already listened to this." So, well, I'll watch it again. I mean, I will. I don't know if everybody will. No cap. What's the over under on Pusha T including like crashed on those slopes? Gwyneth Paltrow in his next album. What's the over under? Fill up the space. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever a skiing related thing hits the news, you know Pusha T Mm. grabs the pen. (laughs) Isn't that another feature of the first episode of Phil's podcast? There's a lot of Pusha T talk. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of Pusha T talk. Mm-hmm. They're pushing T's. His podcast was really built on PTT, Push a T Talk. <laughs> I, I didn't put this as my media roundup, but uh, media roundup, we got bells over here now. It finally made its way this far west. I was at a grocery store and randomly I saw it and I was like, man, one of my go-tos when I'm back home, Bell's Too Hearted. Shout out to those guys. Hopefully they're not like Yingling and they're like a terrible like Trump-owned, Trump-owned, Trump-loving-owned company or something like that. But, a uh, lot of breweries are. It's I, it's a trend yeah. I don't really understand. Maybe it's just all small business owners are kind of like reactionary weirdos, but a lot of the uh, breweries around Charlotte, like if you ever hear anything from the owners, that's super annoying. Mm-hmm. Where's our lefty beers? Yeah, probably up in Portland. Probably. Probably out probably. Portland way. Belching beaver, probably Zantifa. <laughs> I bet you Terrapin? I bet you they hate trans people. Mm. That little turtle, it's on sight if That's you a see the trans person. <laughs> it's on sight if you see the trans person. Wait, no, I like Terrapin. Don't put that on them. <laughs> You're right. Terrapin's probably okay. But it is do funny you, to do, imagine do that turtle I, being like, yeah. my, my pronouns are kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> do do one like a uh, like river rat or something like that. Like they're pro- they probably suck. Yeah, river rat, probably a real Islamophobic river rat right there. Mm-hmm. I don't want them in my river. That's all I'm saying. They probably named it after the swamp fox himself, Marion Marion Foster. Marion, what was that guy's name? Marion Fox. Yeah. Man, when I'm editing this and I remember what his full name was, I'm going to feel stupid. <laughs> hey, do a little editor's note. Little South editor's Carolina note. school system did not fail us. 
He's from South Carolina. That's, I think, the only reason I know Swamp Fox. Yeah, yeah, Swamp Fox. Swamp Fox. Should we start a beer called Swamp Fox, the first lefty brewery ever? (laughs) Yeah, that's the smoke we're going to (laughs) catch. You know, I've been meaning to do this for a long time. Should we add our names to uh, the list of successful uh, anti- people from Lexington High School? Yes, on Wikipedia. <laughs> let's go. I'm changing it right now. I was going to say we should make a, dec- a declaration that we are also an anti-pedophilia podcast and take Truanon's Throne as the only anti-pedophile <laughs> <laughs> podcast. I don't know. They started doing a thing where they like char- are charging people extra to hear their behind-the-scenes notes, and that's some pedophile behavior if I've ever heard it. That up. To add a Patreon tier for people who want to hear your behind-the-scenes notes. Damn, okay. Y- y- you uh, you beefing with them with Brace and uh, Liz? Yeah, honestly. I'm, I'm willing to say it. Brace and Liz are now on my shit list. Wow, you're not going to pay extra to hear a little bit more of that sultry, sultry voice. What were we about? What were we doing? Uh, Media Roundup. Oh, we were anything? talking about... Oh, uh, no, my only Media Roundup is just that... Uh, um, so in the next 16 days... Uh, my soccer team is playing the same team three times because we're facing them in the league today, and then we have two Champions League games against them. In the Champions League, we are huge underdogs against them. If you believe the fucking nerd-ass Nate Silver, we're, uh, of the last eight remaining teams, uh, we have the lowest probability to win the whole thing. We played them in the league today as the first game. We won 4-0, very big upset, real big statement win, and just a real lovely uh, after-birthday present, so... That's the only thing I wanted to talk about. Little Milan roundup for nostalgia's sake. We'll see how those Champions League games go. Um. All right. You want to get into the theme? Yeah, let's do it, bro. Uh, what is it? Getting in the slammer? Prison time. Prison time. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. I feel like I know, know what saying you're saying, but shouldn't it be like handle the time? Don't do the crime if you can't handle the time? No, that that really messes up the flow of it. I think it's if you won't do the time. If you won't do the time. Don't do the crime if you won't do the time. Okay, but like, what if I really want to steal? What if I'm stealing bread to feed my family? Mm. What if there's five people on one side of a track and one on the other? Mm, that's a different question. That's a slightly different question. Oh, oops. You know I get confused. Did you tie those people to the tracks? Because then it's the same question, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I only tied one person to the side it's going to go on, so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's all right uh yeah all right so what do you what do we what do we what do we have to say about this have you ever been to jail no have you ever been to a jail i passed i passed the lexington county jail a lot on my way to columbia oh i was gonna say wasn't there like at least like was it like a was it a juvenile facility or was it like a local jail like the one next to the soccer fields in lexington yeah that's like the police station not the jail Precinct? Are they separate? Well, I think a lot of precincts have like little jails in them mm-hmm. to hold people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like like in, in, in those old timey shows where there's like a lazy cop sleeping and snoring in front of a cell. Mm-hmm. So you just need something to like get the keys off of his uh, waist belt so you can get yourself out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I assume for most people who have been to jail or prison is a very uh, real thing that <laughs> they mm-hmm. deal with is the sleeping guard with his big key ring. Those guards are always so sleepy. <laughs> Honestly, maybe they shouldn't stock the prison house with only chamomile tea. That's my theory. Like, maybe they should put some co- a coffee pot in there. They shouldn't only stock it with... Ooh, that's an awfully hot coffee pot. They shouldn't only stock it with full turkeys, <laughs> wine, and chamomile tea. 
Um, Paul, have you ever been to jail? No. Have you ever thought you were about to go to jail? No, not really. There's obviously, like, the stuff when you're a kid and you have, like, a little bit of weed on you or whatever. And you're mm-hmm. driving around Lexington and you see a cop car and your whole life flashes before your eyes. And you're like, they're going to... this blunt on my lips. <laughs> and you're like, they're going to pull me over and shoot me. I know it. I see how this ends. <laughs> and it's, like, obviously not your little kid. The worst thing they're going to do is call your parents and throw away the weed, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're a minority, then in which case they might actually pull you over and shoot you. It's a real, it's a, as a white passing, Lex said tonight, I really mm. uh, was overestimating the danger they posed to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have any notable family members in prison? No. Well, that's not fun. Bunch of nerds. Yeah. Do you have any family members in either? Not that I know of. Any family members in uh, border detainment? facilities jorge lupe juanita stan (laughs) (laughs) uh no i don't think so although i think i think this took you by surprise when we talked on friday that i've had like multiple uh family members deported for sure yeah that's crazy that don't happen to y'all uh i guess you guys don't here legally (laughs) i don't have that many family members in america oh okay there really isn't enough for them to be deported it's a numbers game, and you guys don't have enough of them numbers. Well, I mean, when there when there's no land bridge, yes, it is much harder to get here illegally. Mm, that makes sense. You were born in America, and so was your sister, but your parents and your brother had to be, be naturalized, right? Like, they had to live here long enough that they became citizens through mm-hmm. a process. Osmosis. I mean, I had to be naturalized, too, but I always had a green card. Like, your family had to go from not being documented at all to getting documents and being naturalized. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Any chance they were going to go to prison? Uh, How do you start maybe. that conversation? Do you just, like, show up to, like, I don't know, the government and you're like, <laughs> "I mean, this is a little awkward, but... <laughs> it started before I was old enough to know what was going on and or born, I think. We clearly yeah. don't have a lot of uh, experience with jail or prison, though. Um, oh yeah, no. Um, I watched the first season of Super Jail on Adult Swim. Have you ever Pretty seen good. Prison Break? No, I haven't. I've never seen Oz. Never seen. I'm not too interested in prison media, to be honest. Um, well, you haven't seen last episode of Seinfeld, The Shawshank yes, Redemption. I actually haven't. No. You know what? That actually does uh, jog my memory. Uh, I do have a prison media to bring in a movie that I watched multiple times as a kid. The Longest Yard remake with Adam Sandler. Oh and my Chris god, Rock. I love that movie. <laughs> that movie is so good. And Terry Crews too, right? I think he plays the basketball guy. I brought guy. it up to somebody recently, and oh yeah, he Terry Crews. No, he doesn't. He's the McDonald's guy, right? He he doesn't. Play, he plays like the big brute who's like in solitary confinement when they go to find him. But he's like, mm, a, okay. he's actually like really cuddly, nice. Mm, okay. Um, somebody else is a basketball player who's really good at basketball. There's also the one who always has McDonald's on him, and I thought that was Terry Crews. I don't know. I think they give him hamburgers. Or is that another actor who plays the big brute? Somebody plays like the big... It might actually be a white guy who's the big brute now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, but there's... I remember that character. He's just like... <laughs> they're just giving him hamburgers and stuff as payment. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, Chris Rock is great in that movie, too. Mm. Doesn't something sad happen to his character in the movie? I can't remember. No spoilies for uh, The Longest Yard. <laughs> 
I very half remember this movie, but as a kid, it was one of those ones where I would get it from Blockbuster multiple times, and my mm-hmm. parents were like, why don't you just buy that stuff? <laughs> we should just have this in the permanent collection. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I really liked that movie as a kid. I wasn't even in, I wasn't into football, I wasn't into Adam Sandler, really, but it worked for me. I liked Chris Rock, I guess. And as a kid, I don't know why, I added a lot of import <laughs> in my mind. I was like, you know what? Movies with the word yard in it are good, because mm-hmm. I also like... I also like the whole nine yards with Chandler mm. from Friends. That was a good movie, mm-hmm. Bruce Willis. Also, wasn't there a thing in that movie where like it was very stereotyped because they're trying to get the black guys who played basketball on the football team, and then when they needed a kicker, they were like, "Where are the Mexican guys? Because <laughs> we need the guys who play <laughs> soccer to be our kicker." <laughs> what else? I think uh, not Jennifer and Courtney Cox was the uh, girlfriend, the bitch girlfriend at the beginning who. He gets mm. arrested at her party. That's why he goes to jail. Like, he drunk drives away because she does something oh, annoying. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think you're right about that one. Which, come on, Adam Sandler. Pff, quit I writing know. these movies. Also, I love that Adam Sandler was like, yeah, I could play a NFL quarterback. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's my physique. Come on now. I was a water boy. I was little. Now I'm big. <laughs> now I'm the quarterback. Um, Other prison movies. Other jail movies. Harold and Kumar. Oh, the second one that starts with them in mm-hmm. Guantanamo. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Obama shut that place down. No, no, he just shut down that movie because he took Cal Penn to work at it as an administration. You're confused, Adrian. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. He stole him from House. He didn't shut down Guantanamo. He just shut down Harold and Kumar's potential for a sequel. Mm. What's Cal Penn up to? Is he back at acting or is he still doing politics? He's back in the back of the, back of the act. Did they ever make a fourth Harold and Kumar? I don't think so. Uh, then I have no idea what he's doing. I hope Harold has moved on with his career, not just sitting around waiting for Cal Penn. He was in Missing, or Searching. <laughs> all right, you want to get into the columns? I, I guess we don't have that much. Um, all righty, Paul. Uh, which article do you want to do first? Your choice. Um, I'll, I'll let you go first. All right, Adrian, I got the New York Times, Dear Ethicist, somebody we've come to... Uh, take issue with recently Kwame Apaya Mm. he's had some bad answers recently let's see if he can uh Mm. let's see if he can win us back over with this one uh this one is titled my friend is dating a murderer should I do anything about it can I just say that they have a credited illustration to go along with this advice column and I really hate the art style that it's in it's like if you zoomed in really close on a where's Waldo of somebody in prison yeah kind of yeah it's really ugly I have a childhood friend who recently moved into my home. Everything has been going well, except she's dating an inmate who was convicted of murdering one of his family members. This inmate is somebody we knew when we were younger. Our friend group was very affected by the murder. I have my own personal trauma with the inmate, and I know my roommate does as well. He is really not a great guy, but my roommate is convinced the inmate has changed. She tells me details about their relationship, as friends do. It's clear to me he hasn't changed much. I avoid talking about him as much as possible and change the subject if he is brought up. Although he still has 11 years left on his sentence, he is trying to appeal for a lesser term. I am hopeful their relationship will end before he is released. Otherwise, I fear for her safety. I can see the red flags every day. What do I do to help? My family tells me that if I try to talk to her about it, I will push her away. But I'm having a hard time just standing by. Ooh, that's a doozy. It's a didgeridoozy. It's a real didgeridoozy. What what red flags is she talking about? 
I didn't, maybe she could have mentioned what sort of red flags. That's true. He eats has. his peas one at a time. <laughs> Every time she calls in to talk to him, he makes her pay for the uh, calling into the prison fee. Uh, we've talked about this on other advice column um, questions that involve people in prison, but uh, how did these people meet? She, they knew them as kids. She says it at the beginning. But they started dating before the murder? She got back in touch with him. Maybe she like messaged him like, hey, it's crazy you're in prison for that murder. What's up with that? And he was like, what's up with that? <laughs> she was like, I love that SNL sketch. <laughs> we should go out. And they realized they had stuff in common. If you're not into commitment, dating a guy in prison, eh, not a bad option. Like, you, you don't have to that spend a go. lot of time with them. You get your own space. They're not going to try to move in too soon. Mm-hmm. Or when he does, he's only going to have like three things on him. So. so as far as advice columns go, one of the easier ones to be like, no. No what? Tell her no. Don't don't date the murderer. Hit her with a newspaper and just say no? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Get your little doggy spray bottle out and get her in the face. I, I think you use spray bottles for cats. I don't think you use those for dogs. Well, the joke is either way, you wouldn't use them for humans. Adrian, come on, keep up. Yeah, but you still need to... <laughs> All right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I was slowing us down. <laughs> I know it's your birthday, Adrian, but you, you gotta you gotta pull your weight a little bit more. Come on, use your, use your doggy nipple clamps <laughs> and shock her a little bit to let her know it's not okay. Adrian, you know electric nipple clamps are only for cows? Come on. Hey, come on now. It does, the, thing, the joke is that you wouldn't put them on a human. Uh, okay, I'm sorry for slowing us down. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Thank you for modeling correct behavior for me, Paul. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I didn't read this when you texted me it and said, is this one too heavy? But it's a little sad. It's a little sad. You said, nah, that's, that's rad. I think with your exact reply. <laughs> Just read the title. The title was like, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. So someone who killed your friend. It seems like we're getting a kind of biased perspective from this person who's, you know, friends with the victim. <laughs> Would your would your strategy if you got out after murdering someone in a friend group and you were still in that friend group, would it be just to like really play into all of the puns and jokes or whatever? And it's like, hey, when I got here, I didn't think I was going to be killing the mood. <laughs> all right, folks. <laughs> do you think that would work? I I think there's some friend groups that legitimately like they do love the idea of a pun that much. Like that's everybody's thing. <laughs> you do a joke where you like pretend to stab somebody. You're like, no, no, I'm just kidding. I can tell you guys are uncomfortable. I guess that one was. Dead on arrival. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and everyone was like, Frank, come on now. <laughs> I can see prison has stopped your sense of humor. <laughs> you serve everybody like a chili and you're like, guess what type of meats are this chili? It is to die for. <laughs> I'm just playing. I didn't poison it. I what didn't poison what it. would you do after that happened? Is this such a trope in media if someone served you at a dinner party and said, you guys should try the dip. It's to die for. <laughs> and then laugh to themselves. <laughs> would you actually avoid it? <laughs> I feel like if you don't, you're being an idiot. <laughs> is that what you do at parties when you take a bite and you're like, this is really good and I'm hungry. I want all this dip to myself. And so then everybody time, every time somebody gets near it, you take a bite and you're like, <laughs> Try this dip. <laughs> it's to die for. <laughs> I, I hate. I hate your scheming laugh so much. We've talked about this in another episode. <laughs> just really, just. Uh. <laughs> I don't like how you're. Uh, this is your court. What is it? Your king's right hand man voice was what it was. Yeah, my worm tongue. 
I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Yeah, no, you're right. If somebody told me something was to die for and then giggled to themselves, I would avoid it. <laughs> it was like a really big laugh, like a really big boisterous <laughs> laugh. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, with every advice column, the, the issue is always that we don't get enough details, but we didn't get any details on what happened with the murder. Apparently it was a bad one because he's in for at least another 11 years after having been in for some amount of time. Yeah, and then the other thing is that, like, whenever she talks about him and tells me about his behavior, I can tell he hasn't changed. Give an example. Give one. Give two. I don't know. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? What is Kwame supposed to do with that? Okay, my idea is, and because we are an advice podcast and trying to give advice, mm-hmm. they're mainly communicating through mail, I assume. He's in prison. So what? all you got to do is write a letter breaking up with him from her and send it mm. in. But he's going to know what the handwriting looks like. Who's handwriting letters? I'm sure she's typing them. But he's... Mm, yeah, you're right. Mm, I don't know. It doesn't have that same touch. It's not very sensual to send a typed letter. Also, I assume they're actually calling. I don't even think people in prison do uh, snail mail anymore. Oh, yeah. You know, I think this goes back to us saying that we don't have anyone that we know personally who's in prison. Uh, I really don't uh, even think about what the... Uh, they they get to visit each other and like hang out in the same room, right? Isn't that part of it? I feel like I've seen that on TV. I think it depends on what level security prison you're in. Some have that glass that and you talk on the phone. Some, mm-hmm. like you said, in the room with them. Mm. Some have conjugal visits, too. Like, you're, like they'll give you a trailer with a bed if you want to go have sex. What's the, what's, the, what's the reasoning behind not allowing that or allowing that? I think how secure the prison is. Like, if they're super worried about you smuggling drugs in, like, it's a super high security prison, then you oh, can't do right, that. Oh, right, of course. That's a very, like, yeah. I mean, obviously, all of it is cruel, and most prisons should allow visits. But yeah, hey, you know the Danish ones—they uh, they they force they you have to have Danishes. Their every morning, every catered, Friday, every every, <laughs> every every morning for breakfast, they have a. That's a punishment. You have to have a catered pastry breakfast. Yeah, I was about to say. I feel like you have strong opinions about a pastry breakfast. Yeah, that's the punishment. You're in prison. You don't you don't get a you don't get a savory breakfast. You have to have like a pastry breakfast. Mm, I couldn't do it. I'd just skip it. Yeah. And then I'd have to play kickball in the in the midday on an empty stomach. And that's why I wouldn't be knocking homers every time. And if you knock a homer, they trust you to climb over the chain link fence, go get the ball, and bring it back into the prison. Because it's Danish prison, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, your hot take was that you didn't think Danish prison cells actually looked that nice. They were just like, that's like the bar is so low. Yeah, I think the bar is so low in America. What are you talking about? They get a TV in there. It's mounted on the wall. I don't even have a wall-mounted TV. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really what you want in your life? That's what's holding you back? It's because it's the only thing in their room. They don't get to be in another room to watch TV. I mean, I Mm. assume they actually do during the day. They They probably probably have have a a nice rec room. Yeah. With foosball, I assume. That's like a national sport there. Or what what do they call it? Uh... Like, uh, tiny soccer or baby soccer. They always have an adorable name for it. Yeah, Kleinefoots. Anyway, you need to tell your friend to break up with this guy. Uh, withhold sex and break up with him, honey. <laughs> Alright, uh, Kwame's answer. A relationship that takes place while one party is in prison doesn't tell you very much about what things will be like once that partner has been released. Physical violence can't occur when two people are meeting only under supervision, and the incarcerated partner has a strong incentive to behave well in order to maintain a relationship that may be one of the few positive elements in his life. 
Nor can I judge whether this man would pose a danger to your friend once he has been released. You haven't said anything about what you think the red flags are, beyond your opinion. Not shared by your roommate, who surely knows him better than you do, that he's Ooh. not much changed. Is Kwame going for the, uh, let him live? Let him work? Let him live? <laughs> let him cook? Let your roommate cook? <laughs> <laughs> let him cook. Still, to go by the available research, men are much less likely to commit violent crimes in middle age than in their youth. In fact, a study of recidivism rates for people paroled from life sentences in California between 1995 and 2011 found that only 0.6% of parolees were later convicted of felonies, none of them for murder. Absent specific information. So wait, Kwame's then, point is that you can date people in prison, but just make sure you're a pedophile about it. Or don't be a pedophile about it. <laughs> wait, what do you mean? He's saying don't vote, don't uh, date young people in prison, but if they're old, they're fine. <laughs> Got you. Okay, that was a very weird way to word that, Adrian. Not gonna lie, I don't know if most people understood what you meant immediately, but we'll take a poll. Absent specific information, then, I would say that the risks here may be less substantial than you fear, and this inmate won't be released early if a parole board thinks he poses a significant danger. A separate issue is how you and your friends would feel if your roommate asked you to accept the presence of someone who caused all of you enormous distress, even if it was many years ago. It would take a special effort on your part to reconcile with him, and it would be a lot of your roommate to ask. And yet, forgiveness, even if partial and provisional, is a worthwhile aim. Convey your concerns in a supportive way, but try to be open as well to her views. A world without second chances is a dismal one for offenders who have served their sentences. The best outcome for the formerly incarcerated is to be reintegrated as law-abiding citizens, and having a loving partner makes this more likely. Whether maintaining a relationship is what's best for her is ultimately something she'll have to decide for herself. Okay. Uh, Kwame, I disagree. I feel like he's doing the classic thing people do, which is, like, mixing societal issues with interpersonal issues like yes i agree mm. with everything about recidivism and people needing supportive communities and felons not being bad people who deserve a second chance at a good life all of that is true don't know why a person who knew you and the guy that you murdered why that's the person that would reach out to you and you would start dating in jail that seems like the wrong person i don't like it's just I don't know. It seems like it's really mixing like a very specific interpersonal thing that's no good with a societal mm. thing that and conflating those two issues. We fell in love in a hopeless place. Uh, no, yeah, that makes sense. I agree with that. I still don't understand how that relationship started, really. It doesn't really make any sense to me. Do you think he had a prison glow up? He started doing the Uncle Iroh. Mm hmm. Do you want to know why they call me the Dragon of the West? <laughs> All right. Kwame, swing and a miss. I like that Kwame as the ethicist. His take seems to basically be like, everything's good and okay and you should do it. You could write it asking him anything. <laughs> it did seem like a slam dunk question. All right, Adrian, you mind if I get a drink and we hop into your column? Yeah, take your time, buddy. All right. Uh, do you want to get into my column? Yes. Uh, this is Caroline Hacks. Time to come clean. About Brothers Prison Time. Advice. Published October 28th. Adapted from a recent online discussion. Oh, so this one could win Emmy for uh, Best Adapted Advice Column. <laughs> Dear Carolyn, 
Three years ago, my brother got in trouble at work for doing some financially questionable stuff and ended up going to prison for two years. He's getting out soon and will move in with me. I believe he can turn his life around, and he has a good plan and I want to support him. The problem is that my friends and girlfriend don't even know he exists. When I moved here, I was too ashamed to talk about him. How do I break this to them without it seeming like I hid him because he did something truly awful? He didn't. He was just young and stupid and given too much power too soon. Also, how can I keep my brother from finding out that I hid his existence for the past year and a half? I just couldn't find the words, so I kept putting it off. Now my brother will be showing up, and I will have to talk to her. Is it just a weird pronoun choice? Now my brother will be showing up, and I will have to talk to her and probably my friends very soon. Too ashamed. Well, were you hoping when they said that he was just young and dumb and full of cum, that's what she was going to say? <laughs> well, yeah, but I just love rhymes in general. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Financially questionable stuff. That's I was funny. about to say, what do you what do you think this little little shit did? <laughs> I don't know, but that's so funny. Do you think he embezzled, or do you? Think I think he- it's something like that. It's like white collar crime. Yeah. Um. She was like, he didn't kill anybody. He just took all of the money from a charity that gives stuff to people <laughs> in Africa. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, okay. Saint Jude's couldn't afford that new MRI they needed, but. <laughs> Could it really be sad that he would he was just young and making mistakes? He was young and dumb. Another roommate situation. It's good really they really could have been a roommate uh episode. This reminds me a lot of an early question we brought into the column of the person hiding their baby from their boss. How do you reveal a secret family member to the people in your life? You know, you've brought that column up multiple times. I don't remember doing that episode. <laughs> what did we say about that? Did we, maybe we never did it. Maybe I just kept thinking about doing it. Hmm. Um, well, in any case, um, I feel like you should call Nathan Fielder and you should be on season two of the rehearsal. Oh, yeah. How to how to tell my friends that. Oh, yeah. What was episode one? It was he was trying to tell her that he's not really he doesn't have a master's degree. Yeah. Uh, I, f- I feel like this is such a reasonable thing to, like, if you explained it in the exact same terms you wrote it into this column, for, yeah. d- into this Dear Caroline column, like, you could read this verbatim, what you wrote to Dear Caroline, to Caroline Hacks, and they would be like, oh yeah, that makes sense, thanks for explaining, we're perfectly okay with that, if you have any sort of reasonable friends. <laughs> mm. You don't think that the issue would be like... I think feel like the issue for me would be people trying to uh, push on the details about what's what's going on. I think if somebody told me their brother was in jail, I would push for details. But as soon as they were like, oh, I don't want to talk about that, I'd be like, OK, fine. I'll try my hardest to Google for an article. And- <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. I see. All right. I'm not going to respect your privacy, but I will respect your <laughs> yeah, immediate I'll, I'll, I'll pretend comfort. to respect your privacy. I'm going to go home and Google this shit. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm going to put your name in quotation marks, go on your Facebook, try to find like your parents' Facebook, and then I'm going to use that to try to see if I can figure out your brother's full name. Put that in quotation marks and do the search between dates on Google that lets me see if i can find a news article from around that time oh Um, someone took an information literacy course (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna do the thing where you like type in like the first part of a word but then you put like an asterisk so that it finishes every type of way that word can finish in your search (laughs) yeah yeah but by all means don't just tell me what he did make me do all this fucking work bitch that see it's ruining your friendship I mean, she's the one that has to live with him, right? Like, if she feels safe around him, like, what does it matter to you? Also, how how milk toast would you have to be 
to think that somebody was dangerous because they committed financial crimes in the past. I don't know. Although it would be funny if he showed up and immediately started trying to get your friends to, like, give it, like, I'm a wealth manager now, so just put your money. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say, if he comes out and he didn't, it was, like, pre-post, so now he knows what crypto is, and he's like, wait, this sounds cool. <laughs> we should get into this. Sister, I got a great idea for you. It's a crypto business. These these apes are making people rich. You know how my plan originally that you supported was about cash for gold? I found out that's not as relevant anymore now in the world that we live in. <laughs> I was thinking bored apes. <laughs> oh, I have this idea. It's for a cryptocurrency. Excited apes. <laughs> They're going to love it. Uh, this one's going to be on the blockchain and AI powered. So, uh, it's a unique way to do it. Yeah, I don't know. This doesn't really affect your life at all. Or not for the people that she's telling. I guess the brother is... Was that the one that really matters? Is how you handle that situation? Oh, yeah. Is he gonna... I, I, are you... Like, that seems like a very specific set of questions he's gonna ask them to learn that they didn't know about his existence. Like, hey, y'all... I think at, she's trying to preempt it. Yeah. I think if she explains to them, it'll be fine. They're probably not gonna mention to him, like, it's crazy we didn't even know about you before last week. Hmm... Do you have any ideas? Get him sent back to prison. That way you don't have to deal with this right now. Give yourself some mm. extra time to think. How would you get him sent back to prison? Well, he clearly has triggers around money and stuff like that, so I don't know. Set up a little, uh... Yeah, leave house. your money clip out. <laughs> yeah. It's too tempting And for when him. he steals it, you can, uh, you can report him. Book him, boys. Book him, boys. Give yourself, like, another five years to think about this. Mull it over. Here's my idea. To let your friends know about this... Suggest one of those fun little COVID activity nights where everybody makes a PowerPoint mm -hmm. about something in their life. And yours is about my secret brother who was in jail for financial crimes. That's a real, that's a real big, uh, big maneuver. I was about to say you could do it, like you should propose the day before he comes into town that you and your friends get a drink and play Two Truths and a Lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you can I have like, a secret one of your <laughs> I have a secret, secret brother. brother. <laughs> um, I don't like lavender as a flavor in food. Um, and I'm a Martian. <laughs> Come on, Al. <laughs> Just make it obvious one of them what <laughs> that's a lie. Mm -hmm. And I'm president of the United States. Hmm. Does anybody want to ask me any questions? Maybe especially about number one, about the secret brother who's been in jail that I haven't told anybody about yet for any follow-up And on then that. everyone's just like, really? I mean, I kind of like lavender as like an ice cream <laughs> flavor. Like, I think it's kind of calming and nice. <laughs> I don't find it too botanical or perfumey. You know what? That would be crazy if that was the person's reason for not liking lavender, that it's too botanical and perfumey. That's not what it tastes like in ice cream at all. It's like kind of more like a... Lavender comes through in ice cream in this, like, in a really silky, smooth way. It's not like a bitter, it's not like a gin sort of thing. Hey, it's like hey, a, brother, you, you don't, you don't got to convince me. I love the uh, blueberry lavender almond. Yeah, it's like a ice. really nice, silky flavor in ice cream. I'd be really upset at that person. I would concentrate on that for at least a little bit. <laughs> and then you'd forget the, <laughs> the whole point you brought that up, and you're on to the next round. <laughs> next one. Okay, let's do it again. So I definitely have a secret brother. And then I definitely think pineapple belongs on pizza. <laughs> this is a good. <laughs> you keep bringing up topics that are too damn compelling. Um, 
Should we read what Caroline has to say? Any guesses about what Caroline has to say? We know her voice at this point. She's one of the normie ones. Yeah, it's kind of hard because like the true correct answer for every column, which is withhold sex, doesn't really apply to this one. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe she has friends with benefits. She needs to. Okay. All right. Here's what Caroline has to say. No, no. There's no probably. There's have to. Everyone now. And there's a bigger reckoning on your to do list, too. Your brother just did time for dishonesty in some form or another, and you were dishonest with your inner circle. Is she going to say you should go to jail? (laughs) (laughs) By the law, by the law of transfer, by the law, what's that? Mass law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you were dishonest with your inner circle about this, and you are asking me for advice on the best way to be dishonest with your brother about your dishonesty, about his dishonesty. It is time to own your stuff. I don't know. He's just getting out of jail. Maybe this little interpersonal drama is not that important to him, as important as rebuilding his life is, about whether his sister... I don't know. Why would he care? I just don't get that. I don't know. What sort of TV drama is this where he's like, what, are you ashamed of me? Huh? Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Like, I don't know. Is he really going to care that much? Maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know, people. Whatever. I'm a robot. I barely have any damn feelings. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what went on in your family of origin, but it doesn't feel rash to suggest honesty and transparency weren't emphatically taught. So now that the grace period- (laughs) I don't know why she's attacking her parents. (laughs) Yo, mama done fucked up with y'all. I'll tell you what. (laughs) Sounds like your dad was a real scoundrel. Why did Caroline ask someone to hold her earrings before she wrote this? (laughs) (laughs) so now that the grace period is up on these recent lies please use this opportunity to get to work on yourself understand your family's dynamics and values break them down to their foundation stop yourself before you default to them again and build something real and true in their place really creating an equivalency between her brother's financial crimes and her just not mentioning to her friends that she had a brother in jail she's really she's like both of those are fundamentally about your trashy family (laughs) those are equal in my eyes (laughs) talking to your girlfriend is a good place to start i need to tell you about my brother oh do you want to hear a funny story about lying Mm -hmm. i once i think it was when i was still young enough that i was going to church with ben so i think it was like sixth grade and i think it was before i was like fully off religion but it was when my uncle got really into religion and got his family really religious um and so for my birthday that year he gave me a bible and he literally said when he gave it to me he was like sorry we're religious now this is what we have to do (laughs) um so he gave me that yeah that's also just such a lame gift like that feels like he got he just stole it from the hotel he was at on the way to your place Well, that's the fun part is that it was a kid's bible where um on like every now and then it had like a little uh comic of like a modern day relevant situation based on this passage and so one was about dishonesty and the situation was that your parents are telling you to lie about being young enough for the kids meal at a at a restaurant. And I was like, oh, my parents asked me to do that quite a bit. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to know what the Bible says about this one. <laughs> I was going to say, I would never do that lie as a kid because I remember I always wanted, when I was on the kids meal, I wanted to get the full meals. I was like, mom and dad, that looks way better than what's on the kids meal. Can I please get the adult mm. meal? They'd be like, no, you're young enough for the kids meal. 
So as soon as I was old enough to not be on the kids would be like, if they'd ask me to lie, I'd be like, the fuck, I'm gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking my ID out right now. Arrest <laughs> me, officer. <laughs> I'm over 13. I get to eat from the regular, from the regular menu. Yeah, I want the fog raw, not the chicken tendies. <laughs> no more chicken tendies for me. I get to order the hamburger and the spaghetti like you guys do. They definitely have those on the kids menu. <laughs> But the full-sized hamburger, that's not, like, a lame, tiny one. Oh, <laughs> uh, that also reminds me. Did I ever tell you about the time when I went to uh, IHOP with my high school friends? And uh, this was, I don't know, it was high school, sophomore year, something like that. And the first time ever, I ordered uh, a kid's menu item. And the IHOP waitress looked at me in the eye and said, no, that's for 12 and under. You're not allowed to order that. And I was like, lady, I just want to save some money. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a similar story around IHOP. Did I ever tell you about that time I first listened to IHOP by Kevin Gates? No. Great song. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that the whole story? Yeah. Oh, okay. That added a lot to the conversation. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were telling IHOP stories. <laughs> okay. Um, did you ever hear about the person in our town who- uh, Had one uh, leg? Got a... <laughs> Shut up, man. Let me tell my fucking story, dude. That's not what I was going to say. She was a kangaroo. She was a rabbit. <laughs> you know where she worked? You worked at that. Oh. <laughs> I thought she was. I thought she applied to the IHOP, but then that waitress with the one leg <laughs> got the job. <laughs> there were like no damn rabbits here. They were like, and then she became Mama Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she would, That's the origin story. And hopped to the damn capital to riot. <laughs> <laughs> and on the way, she made sure to open Mama Rabbits right across from the Target. But then, as on the way to to the capital. <laughs> oh, really? Right next to one of your mom's favorite places, Trevino's. Yeah, shout out Trevino's, which is where my sister used to uh, bring us all back around. You know, the everything in Lexington <laughs> comes back around where my sister used to uh, uh, door tend. What's that job called? Uh, See? Oh, host? Host. Oh, cool. Yeah. Choose the hostess with the mostess. Mm-hmm. Talking to your girlfriend is a good place to start. I need to tell you about my brother. To do that, I need to also tell you about how dishonest I've been. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, is, the, is the advice going to be make sure you buy a whip to give to them so they can hit you as much as they want? <laughs> I know. I don't think you should be that ashamed of this. You just avoided an awkward thing to talk about. I don't know. Caroline's got big um, only child energy, now that I think about it. Yeah, maybe. I'd also like to explain what I plan to do about it now, and that I understand the full scope of what I've done. (laughs) Mean it, live it, and you won't regret it. Even if the truth costs you some people that you love. As you've learned the hard way, lies catch up with you. Or, if they don't, they demand unending work to maintain. R.E. The Brother. With how this column's been going so far, I assume Caroline's advice is going to be like, he's a criminal below basic human dignity. Don't even bother explaining to him anything. So I think what Caroline did is she included a, 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 a answer edit from like a viewer or a reader. Uh-huh. Um, R.E. the brother. I see a lot of minimization and, desi- and denial. Your brother committed a crime, not some financially questionable stuff at work. What he did was bad enough not only to prosecute, but prosecute successfully. He didn't benefit from you thinking of him as a victim of circumstance or youth. 
I didn't know how to tell people you were in prison is a great, truthful way to talk about what happened. I didn't know how to tell you my brother was in prison works too. Um, however, your friends may judge you if they think you're making excuses for him. Anonymous. What type of weird-ass friends do you have that would judge you for having a brother? No, what is- Fuck off. And then Caroline's response to that is, right, thanks, no partial epiphanies about integrity. (sighs) Yeah, I guess he- He did something bad, I'm sure he did something bad, but what is this, like- now we need more Kwame energy of like, yeah, but at the same time, like, give people second chances. Like, people can do bad things. Like, I mean, I, I think this goes into the um, whole point that a lot of people make, which is like, you're really leaning into the idea that the U.S. legal system is an e- equation for morality. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy that the two... like if he I, was prosecuted by the U.S. legal system, then I have no doubt in my mind he's a little stinker. Well, it like, and I'm not. I'm not here to say that my perspective on these issues is right. Maybe I'm somehow off base. But like, is that not these, what we're right? What we're here for? <laughs> you're right. We are usually always right. In fact, we are always right. Let me put it that way. But the two answers from Kwame and now Caroline Hacks, it's like such a compare contrast of like on the exact opposite right ends of the spectrum. Like Kwame was too like. Everybody who's been convicted of a crime is being treated unfairly by the world. Mm-hmm. And now Caroline says everybody who's been convicted of a crime is a scoundrel of the highest degree whose whole family is most likely a d- dishonest. And you are too. <laughs> <laughs> whose whole family is guilty by association. It's like, I, I, it just seems like they both have had their mind war- minds warped by the idea of like crime and justice in America, the, believing these mm. weird, extreme things. Mm-hmm. Like, murderers can be bad, and the American justice system can be an unfair and cruel machine that crushes mm. people. I don't know why, I really hated both answers today. Yeah, we had two, two stinkers, I'm gonna say that. But what about this third seggy? Advice for criminals. Ooh, don't get caught. Don't get caught. Uh, specifically one criminal. DJT. DJT. Donald J. Trump. Adrian, for our viewers, I, this is one of those ones where now that we're releasing on a two-week cycle again, it's going to be horribly out of date by the time people listen to it. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be, like, have heated up a lot, or if nothing could have happened and it's just, like, bleh. But as of our recording, seems like- Or somewhere in between. <laughs> seems like uh trump this tuesday is going to be uh d- what what's gonna happen like he just has to show up to the jail to be processed and then yeah like, he's probably gonna be let go and, on b- yeah. bail i assume mm-hmm. you think he's guilty <laughs> could you imagine a more guilty human being than trump for paying <laughs> off a porn star it's so obvious he did it I don't think anybody is questioning whether or not he's guilty. It's whether or not we care enough to actually prosecute this as a crime. Yeah, well, it's a it's it's campaign finance crime. Um, have you been following the saga of peep maga peep the saga of the maga and the maga people uh, harassing Stormy Daniels on Twitter and her hitting them back with responses? Oh yeah, I hope she got security. And I have not been following that saga. No, uh, it's pretty good. She's really roasting them because obviously the uh, dis. The the hate of Stormy Daniels by MAGA people makes no sense. Well, I guess she's the one who leaked the information that got him in trouble that she Oh no no. I mean like, off. you know, like the whole like, you know, aligning with your morality thing. Like 
a guy pays money to cheat on his wife right after she gave birth to one of their children, and everyone's mad at the porn star that he paid the money to. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I think that aligns with my understanding of their worldview. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's kind of like the Mike Pence thing. Like, men are damn dirty dogs. They're gonna have sex with whatever moves, so it's up to women to stop mm, them. That's true. It's like one of those things where women are at fault for all sex crimes for being so damn desirable. Mm-hmm. You ever watch a Stormy Tape? No. <laughs> Did you watch it just out of, like, out of curiosity? I was like, solidarity, her- my liberal brothers. <laughs> I gotta support Stormy. <laughs> Anyway, I know how. <laughs> support Stormy. Hashtag support Stormy. Yeah, exactly. Actually, at first I thought... Hey, Adrian, I know Stormzy. your fist wasn't up in the air for that one. I know where your fist was. It was at down. first I thought people were saying Stormzy. So I watched a bunch of Stormzy music videos thinking I was helping out the cause. <laughs> You're like, okay, he's all right. A little poppy for my taste, but not bad. Yeah, yeah. He's got that mossy bolt. Um, not hot. <laughs> that's not That's not him. <laughs> I only know one grime song, Adrian. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Uh, but then I realized it was Stormy Daniels, and I was like, all right, I guess I gotta find another way to do this. Um, no, I never actually watched a uh, Stormy Daniels tape. Oh. Stormy Daniels joint, which is what she calls them. <laughs> oh, she has that same thing Spike Lee gets, where her videos are <laughs> get to be called joints for some reason. <laughs> Who who do you talk to in Hollywood about that? Like, I really, I want to be the type of director who has joints, not films or movies. Who do you think the next porn star to take down a Republican president's going to be? Do you think it's going to be more our era? Do you think it's going to be like a Riley Reed type? You think Riley Reed is our era? What are you, a fucking millennial? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know porn stars that much. Our I'm era sorry. is a drawing of furries. <laughs> <laughs> our era is AI-generated furry porn. <laughs> That's true. I am young and hip like that. She, is she our age? I'm now. I'm wondering. Is she our age? If, I, if I Google it, is she gonna guess? be twenty? I'm gonna say like thirty four. Really? I think she might be twenty seven, twenty eight. I think if I Google it, she might be exactly our age. Thirty two. Thirty two. That's what I'm gonna say. No, because I think I remember her from when I was in high school. <laughs> I'm gonna say thirty two, which means she must be a little older than us if she was doing porn when we were in high school. I'm gonna say thirty. Yeah, I think you might be right, but uh, I'll I'll do the uh, I'll do what I, I'll do the research. The, uh, no, I was gonna say I'll do the uh, the Price is Right and say a number okay. under yours because I think if thirty will mean I'm more in the right. Okay, uh, so you're opening up an incognito window right now. No, nah, I'm I'm risking this on the regular browser. Oh, Izzy's not gonna be happy about that. She is thirty-one years old. She was born oh, in 91. You little bitch. <laughs> right on the money. Um, I think Trump is playing it right, right? Like, he should he should imply that the liberals are unfairly after him. And he should and he should work up his base into a frenzy. That's the correct move? Do you mean from his perspective? Are we doing that thing where we always do it from the person's perspective? Yeah, yeah. Of course I want him to go to jail. But I'm saying from his perspective. Like, he's playing it. Almost, like, cliche from, like, it's straight out of his playbook. I I think he should have fled to Cuba. That would be a crazy move. Yeah, come on now. And then he comes back to save America running with Tupac as his uh, running mate. (laughs) You guys know my running mate, Little Tube Sock. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm gonna win California love this time. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know if there's much else for him to do. Uh, here's my advice to Donald Trump. Um, be rich, white, and powerful, and maybe he'll get through this thing. What's the crime he committed? Like, you're not allowed to pay hush money? Camp- campaign fraud. Cause, uh, he- so the money that he paid to Stormy Daniels was given through, I think Cohen was his lawyer at that point, and it exceeded the maximum donation that a single individual is allowed to make to a campaign or something like that because he refunded the money. Something like that. It's a very weirdly technical law for how much obvious bullshit he does. Like, I don't, do you get present time for that? Like, if it's not going to stop him from being president, it seems like, can he be president from prison? Yeah. But it feels like one of those things where if you break campaign finance law, it should be disqualifying for running for office, but it probably isn't. Should we give advice to anybody else in this situation? The prosecutor? Uh, how about to his stylist who's gonna have to make his skin not match the jumpsuit? (laughs) (laughs) We just got word from Queen's Correctional Facility. We have lost Donald Trump. He has faded into the background of all the orange jumpsuits, and he is now indistinguishable (laughs) from the crowd of inmates. (laughs) Once again, we have lost inmate president Donald Trump. You know, going back to what we talked about earlier, I do like the idea of prison Trump being the McDonald's guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know if if he did go to prison, it would be like a special house arrest or he would go to some super special prison where he would never have to interact with anybody else. But come on, right? Like the, the sitcom writes itself, like the movie about yeah. a president in prison. And it's like... At first, it's a little awkward, yeah, but then he gets into the groove of being in prison, and everybody loves him. Uh, we go right now, waiting for Wayne to pull up, so I was kind of chilling. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, we're on the pod right now. You want to be on this pod while you wait for Wayne to pull up? Okay, okay. My bad, my bad. Oh, does Wayne want to be on our podcast? Does he want to? <laughs> <laughs> no, he hasn't pulled up yet. He's, uh, he's still on the way, so. Mm, well, we've talked about your podcast a lot today. Oh, yeah? Have you ever talked so, about it this episode? If it's not out in two weeks, people are going to be real... Uh, <laughs> Ago. Okay. All right. So those big fat freaks and no cap chaps want to just travel back in time two weeks. Let's just drop it on YouTube and all. Okay, we're not we're not doing plugs right now. We're not doing plugs. <laughs> oh, you let me get the phone, to Drew. Drew almost say something. <laughs> no. <I> think... <laughs> hey, how's it going? No, we're no. I'm gonna hang up the phone. We're about to wrap up. Maybe I'll call you back in a second. All right. All right, what were we saying? Sitcom writes itself? Yeah, right? It's funny. This is like the longest yard, but instead of having to play football against the guards, he has to run for prison president. That's a sick they have, right? Like school president? Oh, <laughs> Like class yeah, president? Okay. <laughs> he has to use all his grit from the real world to win the hardest presidential race. <laughs> they say and if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. And they make it so unfair for him. Like, he keeps, like drawing all these great posters for his run for prison president but they keep mm-hmm. like ripping them down off the wall because they're the guards mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's got a presidential mm. heart of gold he teaches them how to do their hair like his there's a <laughs> montage of that of him That's showing them scene, his yeah. hairdo <laughs> there, there's a scene of him being like you never admit what you did was wrong in parole they're gonna want you to say you're guilty you never say you're guilty mm. I walked in here folks Never done a crime in my life. I'm the least criminal person. I don't know if I have any more uh, advice to give uh, President Trump. 
if you do go to prison, use that opportunity to get fit. He's, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I don't like being catty about people's weight or how they look, but yeah. th- there's opportunity there for him. There's room for improvement. That's what there's, you're gonna say. <laughs> there's room for improvement. I think he could he could get a little leaner. I you think know, he could put on some. I muscle. also kind of I, I also kind of feel that way sometimes. Where like one of the real clapbacks that uh, Stormy Daniels had that people liked was Marjorie Taylor Greene calling her ugly. Um, and I do get a little bit uncomfortable with everyone just like posting pictures of her face and photoshopping it into things. And it's like, oh, I don't know. Come on, guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's Adrian's no cap. He thinks people should be, be- should be nicer to MTG. Is she is she an acronym in our lives now? Is she so central to our lives? <laughs> I think people try to do that to kind of make her like parallel to uh, AOC. AOC. Like MTG is the oh, right wing okay. AOC. Mm, that's true. But also, it just always makes me think Magic the Gathering. So, oh okay. And that's my big fact. If you really want to be like an acronymable acronymable name, you can't be MTG. That makes me think of Magic the Gathering. My big fact is. That just because prison is bad doesn't mean it's a good idea to date a murderer. Okay. And my no cap is don't do the crime if you ain't willing to do the time. I'll tell you what. All right. Let's get out of here. No no ending song. Oh, yeah. If people are curious, it's because Spotify started sending us DMCA notices about our use of uh, trademarked music, of yeah. copyrighted music. A non-significant or a non-trivial amount of people listen on Spotify, so we can't really lose that. So. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're not trying to go to Spotify jail.